up. Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in the climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm Smarms. Cat's uh, out this week, and along with me, we have our amazing card game queen, Dragon Rider. Yay, Dragon Yay. Rider. Hello. 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 <laughs> yes. I cannot believe, by the way, that we are now in, like, officially into the 200s for episodes. We did our episode 200, and now this is episode 201. I am just like, wow, that's a lot of episodes. I am so excited. It is so many years worth of episodes. Um, Honestly, it is kind of crazy. And the other thing is, like, from, you know, our side, like, we were getting ready for episode 200 for a while and, like, thinking about it. And then, like, now that it's passed, it's like, oh, oh, it's not upcoming anymore? What do you mean? Like, what is this? I feel like a kid who had, like, their birthday party just, like, surprisingly early. And then it's like, what do I have to look forward to now? No, I'm just kidding. Besides recording and everything, but yeah, it's kind like, of <laughs> shocking. Yeah, it it did. Like we were definitely preparing for episode two hundred, like you know, a month in advance, like a yeah. good you know at least four or five episodes in advance. Uh, and yeah, now it's like come and gone, and kind of like oh, okay, just like a regular episode. Oh, all right, I guess we just go back to like talking Hearthstone stuff and. We also, in between, I mean, we went right from, like, kind of preparing, and then we went right into our set review, our full set review for the expansion, then episode Mm -hmm. 200. So, like, the last few weeks have been jam-packed, it felt like. There's been so much stuff going on. It has kind of been a little bit, like, new thing every week, but, uh, you know, with the, the full set card reviews, which are labor intensive um like it was exciting then to like throw the party of episode 200 there on the tail end of that it was it was yeah well you know with that it has been a little while since we have asked a poll question uh because of all of those you know exciting uh, kind of different episodes so uh it has been like probably what three, four weeks now. But the last poll question that we did ask uh, on Twitter, we asked everybody was uh, wanting to know about the core set, because at that point, that's what we were talking about. Um, So we asked people what part of the core set that they were most excited for. Uh, We asked about magnetic being back, cards that were leaving, um, certain cards that were coming in, or changes to old cards. So just thank you to everyone who did vote in that poll question. Uh, the most popular answer was cards coming in at 40%. And then right behind that, 34.3% of the votes went to magnetic being back. And then much less people <laughs> voting for <laughs> cards that were leaving at 143 And then 11.4% were excited about changes to old cards. Um, which, you know, some of the cards coming in and magnetic being back. I definitely do think that a lot of people are pretty excited for that. And, um, you know, I I think this year with it just kind of being, uh, I guess, a follow-up year rotation. Like, I'm not really sure the best way to phrase this, but, uh, you know, previously it was the first core set. And now they've kind of had time with a 
like having a core set in the game to really kind of see how players feel about it, how cards ended up being used. And they could take a lot of that and kind of put it towards this year's core set. And I know that there was discussion, uh, like when the core set was being talked about, like I think Cora mentioned it, how like Chalky and a couple other, uh, you know, people and devs like really put a lot of time into the core set, like meticulously like picking cards and, and looking at what cards could go into the core set that would really kind of create a cohesive feel for classes and for the core set and for cards that would be coming out over this year. So I think so far, at least that has, that has felt pretty solid. And I, yeah. I think the core set has felt like really good. I do think that they've got done a good job of um, changing things. You know, like this is obviously one of the first times that I'm paying attention. I never knew what it was like before, like core set rotation. But um, I think, I've really enjoyed that the changes that they've made. I think there's been some interesting stuff. You know, obviously there's stuff we'll talk about like later where even more changes will be coming in, but um, it's pretty exciting. But I also think that like uh, with our, you know, having uh, not ha- read our poll question for a few weeks now, I think it's kind of fun that we can like reflect back on like what actually did happen. Like what were the huge changes? I think you know, cards that are leaving, um, even though that was only a small amount, I think everybody's glad that Brand's gone. Uh, you know, and Magnetic, Fair. while I had a huge amount of fun with it at first, like it hasn't seen as much play as like I was expecting it to. But, um, you know, it's kind of been fun to see from like a little bit of perspective what these answers actually ended up looking like with the with everything changing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how, like, I honestly will probably not remember. But, you know, if we think yeah. about it, like, you know, or, or later, um, maybe in, you know, January, February, mostly February, or maybe March next year. Uh, that's always a good time to kind of reflect on the past year of Hearthstone and like, look back. And, you know, looking back at, like, this change, we can maybe see how that went and even kind of do our own analysis, um, just like I'm sure the the team at Hearthstone is doing, you know, over some of these cards. And we can kind of look back and say, all right, like, everybody was really excited for Magnetic and, like, over the whole year, it just did not, you know, really get included or say, hey, look at all of the the huge inclusion of core set cards in decks especially meta decks you know or however it ends up panning out um that's always something that's like interesting to to look back and and reflect on yeah um i am glad that they brought uh, like these old uh oh my gosh keywords back there we go uh because like while i've had fun using magnetic and battlegrounds it has it was at least fun to see like where it came from and like how it was originally meant to be used kind of thing but yeah it's been a lot of fun all yeah. right so uh we've got big news in that a patch is coming this thursday um this is like tuesday as we're recording it all we know so far is what cards are getting uh buffs and which cards are or which categories of things i guess we have to go with now are getting nerfs but um do you have anything to add to that dragon rider um, I, I will say before we talk about all of the like cards that are actually changing is 
I pretty much knew they've they've said already ahead of time that kind of their their cadence, their goal for these things. I mean, I think they said this like a couple of expansions ago is to aim for preparing ahead of time that they would be doing a patch about two weeks after an expansion launch. Uh, okay. They did do a patch already kind of a like a kind of preemptive, like just almost emergency type patch where they did nerf a few cards. Uh, that came out, what, last Friday, two Fridays ago? Like a couple days after the expansion. So I guess a week and a half mm-hmm. ago. Uh, and which I don't even think that they really told people was coming. They were just kind of like, yo, here's this patch. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, okay. Uh, I know I was surprised by it for the most part. but Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because we were actually, um, Ron, Ron Mexico and I were literally live recording our TCCG roundtable at the time. And we were talking about the Hearthstone meta because the new expansion had just come out. So we we're like, this is fresh. Like, let's talk about this. And since we were doing it live, uh, all of a sudden people in the chat were like, new patch, new patch. We were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we actually like did that. We saw it live while we were talking live. about it, which was just kind of uh, very ironic and funny. But yeah, it was like, wow, okay. Um, so this patch is very, very buff heavy and Mm -hmm. few nerfs. Uh, and I think if they hadn't had done that, like previous kind of emergency type, like, uh, patch where they nerfed some stuff, we would see a lot more nerfs here. But I like this approach of really trying to, instead of just always saying, oh, this is super strong, let's just buff it or um, nerf, nerf, nerf. Let's really focus on a bunch of buffs. And and I hope that they do help. Um, so I'm excited yeah. to see a lot of the buffs. Um, and then also one thing that is very different. Uh, we'll talk about that too. But that's was not something I was expecting. Yeah. I kind of like to uh, tack on to your point that you were making earlier. Like, I think... It is nice that they're going so buff heavy because even if you've been playing like an overpowered deck, like getting hit with nerfs kind of doesn't feel great. But like if everything else is raised to that level and everyone's like, oh, this thing that I really care about is getting buffed, like that feels better. So like I can understand why from all around this is a uh, better feeling way to go with this. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I hope that it does end up feeling like that, though, because I I feel like sometimes we've had some, like, you know, heavy buffs, or or a large group of buffs. And oftentimes, some of them still don't end up even seeing any play. So I'm really hoping that maybe this time they're like, let's do like, big buffs uh you know with with this it's just an infographic that shows literally just like a little circle of each card image so we don't know exactly what the changes are to each of these cards we just know what cards will be changed on thursday yes all right do we want to start going through some of them um so i think everybody can agree it needed it the most. And so what's having the most changes is Warrior. Um, You know, it'll be interesting to see if they can, because so much of Hearthstone now relies on like synergizing your stuff. I feel like that's something that's hard to buff into, but maybe they'll be able to do it in a way that makes it work. So um, as far as like Warrior cards, we have uh, Rockmaster, Voon, Verse Rift, Bridge Rift, Power Slider, 
um, Frightened Flunky, Shield Block, and oh my goodness, uh, Thor, 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 Thor. Man, I was gonna struggle through that one. That was, (laughs) yeah, that was tough. (laughs) But I mean, I kind of think we both agree that like Warrior, um, isn't isn't where it could be. Uh, so it is exciting to see them do this many things. Um, it will we'll be interesting to see if they're, like, able to make it work in a way that does uh, lift at least some parts of Warrior to being more playable. But um, I don't know. Any any guesses on what you think they're going to do, Dragon Rider? Yeah. So this this is pretty interesting. First, I'll say them buffing two of the three rifts is kind of interesting. Uh, the one that draws draws a minion and then gives it plus two plus two is not one of the the ones that's getting changed. So kind of intriguing there. I wonder if they're just probably going to decrease the mana. I feel like a lot of these, they might just decrease the mana on them. Um, Power Slider, I think, is especially the one that I can see. It's right now, it's three mana, and it's, it's what, a one, two, uh, mm-hmm. that then gets buffed based on how many different, like, minion types you play, uh, during the game. Now, I have felt like it's actually a pretty good card, but it still does feel a little bit clunky. I think Power Slider will feel great if it's a two. That's, that's yeah. how I feel about it. I mean, maybe it needs even a little bit more stats on it, but if they just put it at two mana, you can fit that in pretty nicely to a lot of turns and, you know, be able to play like some minion type and then play that and it'll feel great. Um, the Thorai Belor also is another like rush minion. Maybe they can increase the stats on that, but again, I feel like maybe just going in on changing the the cost i some of these i look at these and i'm like how the heck do they even change some of these Uh, some of the ones we're going to talk about later especially but for most of these i feel like the change that makes the most sense is just the the mana cost well or like the thing is and they're so hesitant to do this but changing the card text because changing uh, Thorai Blor. I'm never going to get that right. So we're going to say it different every single time. That's my choice now. Um, like going, like make, casting any spell maybe, or just to make it somewhat workable within what Warrior does in fact do. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, you know, I think that you are at a place where I was a while ago, Uh and I was always so hopeful that they would do that. And they just rarely, 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 rarely have. And I think it's made me very sad. So now I'm just like, they'll change the mana cost. They'll change the the mana. (laughs) I fully acknowledge you're right. But like, at the end of the day, like, this is a card game. We just had our big competition. So like, going in... Playing a little fast and loose with what we change isn't going to be a big deal. We can get a little goofy with it, guys. Like, I don't know. But maybe that's just me. I would would love it. I would love it. Yeah. I mean, and and some of these, like you mentioned, like the Thorai Belor, like, it's such a cool card. It's a freaking phoenix. 
You know, it's a phoenix yeah. that rushes on the board and then like revives. It goes dormant and then revives multiple Raises times. Like that's such yeah. a cool concept. And like some of these, like these cards and the idea behind the card is so cool that I really do want to see them played a bit more. Um, and, and that is absolutely one of them. Power Slider as well. Like, I think it's just a cool, cool card. The riffs, I think, are super cool. I would love to see these cards actually be played. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, as you said earlier, there's, it's the same as when we look at this as when we did the card set review, right? Where in a vacuum, looking at a card on its own, it might seem either really good or really bad. You know, like, why do you want to play this? Or you're like, yeah, this is so strong. But then when you have to kind of take a step back and look at the whole class and the cards that are available as a class or what's available to other classes and what might be good there, some of these cards just don't stack up, right? So, like, even after a buff, is a buff even going to be enough? And that's why we're seeing so many cards being changed I still worry, though, that some of these cards aren't there. I I think personally, like, Rockmaster Voon maybe is on the edge. But for me, it's like, Frightened Flunky? Okay. Like, (laughs) what do they get? I mean, if they put that down to one mana, a one mana 2-2 that gets you a taunt, maybe. But I think it was just supposed to be part of their, like, taunt package that never ended up being realized. Exactly. And so, like, do they think it's going to dramatically change changing the cost but it's the synergies itself are what's not working right. so yep it's that and that's exactly why i'm like i want to be hopeful but i'm still a little hesitant with some of these because as much as i'd be like oh frightened flunky at like one mana or is frightened flunky gonna be like a three two like is that you know whoo yeah like that's not enough i think to be super exciting um so some of these i'm really intrigued i'm still hesitant right now with warrior that these changes will be enough i think the rifts voon and power slider all changing might be enough to kind of help a little bit of a like a maybe mid-rangey menagerie style deck but I'm st- I still don't think that like a taunt type warrior is gonna be all that great. I think here is uh, what I'm dubbing uh, Smarms's unhinged ideas for Hearthstone. Uh, like, all right, why don't we just make this like an S tier deck and have riffs repeat your other riff? So like, what it plays before, it doesn't just play the last riff. It plays every riff that you've done to that point because technically that was part of the last riff. And so like, I know they specified that they weren't gonna do that. However, Warrior needs a lot of help. Maybe we just get a little bit funky with it, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know it's not going to happen. Wishful yeah. thinking, but still. All right. You know, that that's kind of like my box of make our Megadello uh, a dual minion type. <laughs> make it a beast and a mech. Let's go. I uh, love it. Oh, you know what I don't love, though? I don't what? really love the idea of a mage that does a lot of stuff from hand and kills you. And I am a little bit worried that we might be headed in that direction because four different cards are getting changed for Mage here. And that is Spite Lash Siren, 
Infinitize the Maxitude, Arcane Artificer, and Audio Splitter. Okay, so the Spite Lash Siren had gotten nerfed already. It's It's been nerfed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be four mana, then they put it up to five. I don't know if I want to see it back at four mana, uh, but I don't know what other like buff they do to it. So I was gonna probably say it just gets seem- reverted. Like, uh, yeah, because it does. Its attack does not matter. Like that is uh, pennies compared to its effect. So it does seem like the most like likely thing is that they um, do reduce the cost. The other thing that they could possibly do is, but this would be way too powerful. Is um, refresh three mana crystals, but it would make it so you couldn't just infinite. Uh, infinitize the maxitude at the end. So, like, if you play Spite Lash Siren and then just repeatedly discover things off of infinite, uh, because if it's a finale, it goes back to your hand. But no, it's after you play a Naga. All right, never mind. Ignore yeah. my thing. I was <laughs> acting like it was that priest Naga that is an abomination. Oh, All right, yeah, I take everything back. I'm wrong. There yeah. we go. I mean the. The one kind of downside, I guess, uh, or drawback uh, that can happen with Spite Lash is filling up your board, right? So Spite Lash Siren, you have you basically alternate between playing a Naga and then playing a spell and then playing a Naga and then playing a spell. Um, and your board can get filled up, but I still think with a lot of the tools and like the direct damage type of stuff that Mage got with this expansion... I, I worry a little bit about how powerful that will be. Um, and, you know, Audio Splitter and Arcane Artificer maybe play into that. I'm not as sure about the Infinitize the Maxitude. Um, because, again, this one is like, discover a spell, finale, put this back in your hand. How yeah. do they change that other than just changing the mana cost and just a reminder these are stated as buffs they are getting buffed so like the only direction that the that it would go to be a buff would be decreasing the mana by one (laughs) right yeah because it doesn't have numbers anywhere else on it yeah Um, you don't need two of them back in your hand matter of fact that would get overwhelming yeah um i mean the only thing is that they could possibly do is like reduce the cost of what you discover but that's kind of like going to be clunky as far as wording so i don't imagine yeah. it'll happen the the only other possibility i thought of is if they remove the effect of it being a finale if they just okay. said discover a spell put a copy of this back in your hand like at the end of the turn maybe okay. but again i i am hesitant that they will change a card in that way um especially yeah. with it being like the new keyword of the set that just came out like yeah i kind of feel like they won't do that so i'm kind of expecting to just see that go down to one mana which would make it like finaling a one mana is i don't know like infinitely easier in my mind like it's not actually but um so it would be interesting to see it go down to one mana all right and then um anything interesting you can think about about arcane artificer audio 
splitter. I kind of feel like those they might toy because they are minions. They might just toy with like some of the numbers on the card if they wanted to be like pretty conservative with it. But it could go. Yeah, um. it's kind of they're they're kind of weird <laughs> in a way because. You know, audio splitter, I guess it's a mech, but honestly, the stats feel pretty good. So if they were to change the stats, I mean, it's also awkward. There's a couple of cards uh, that we'll talk about. One of these, the, these death rattles, I think, are the, the weirdest where, okay, normally on a buff, if you're looking at a minion, maybe you can change the health or the stats. But if it's a death rattle, do you really want to be adding? Does that actually buff it if you add health to it? Yeah, because maybe not it's dying slower. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, do they make it? Do they make audio splitter a five attack three health? That seems weird. So then it's like, well, it's probably just the mana cost that's going to change again. Like, it's it's awkward. It is, but maybe they specifically picked ones where it would be the mana cost that is being changed. I don't know, because that's the other thing that's always so interesting is seeing like which cards they picked, because it's not always necessarily like the cards that are seeing the like least amount of play. It's what they think can buoy everything. So yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see like the effects as a whole. Yeah. All right, so next up, we've got our Hunter cards, and we've got um, a currently 10-mana spell, uh, the uh, Stranglethorn um, Heart, and then we've also got uh, Haldron Brightwing. And yeah. Stranglethorn Heart, like, if they make it that much cheaper... It's a little bit terrifying because its effect is so powerful. But on the other hand, you want it to be like to do good stuff. So it's kind of like this terrifying mix of what's going to happen there. Um, so that's a tradable resurrect all uh, friendly beast that costs five or more. Yes. But. Greedily, I want that to go from 10 mana to eight mana. Because I want to play that card and I want to play Big Beast Hunter that uh, resummons stuff and then hits you in the face with a uh, charge minion or like, you know, King Crush. The, the charge, uh, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> so, I was about to call you know, him Charge Rex because everybody yes, that I mean, that's what he is. <laughs> yep. Um, so like selfishly, I want that to go to eight. Um, uh-huh. Realistically, again, this is another one like how do they change that card if it's not just decreasing the mana? Because you can't really, right? Like, I guess you could maybe change the size of the beast that it reses, but then you have to think about, okay, if they go to... Yeah, right? Like, but if they say, okay, you can resurrect beasts that are four or more, is that actually bad? (laughs) Because then you're like... Well, there's so many four cost beast in hunter that i really do feel like you would be clogging your board potentially with all this stuff that you don't want yeah so again this is another one where it's like well that probably just changes the mana cost is going from 10 mana to nine mana enough to do anything Mm, probably not not right now it's not no at least for me personally 
I I mean, I agree. And that's kind of why I'm like, selfishly, I wanted to go to eight. I mean, eight is still kind of slow. And I I mean, I really don't know. You know, you think about it, even uh, I I was playing a lot of like this big beast hunter uh, the first couple of days of the expansion, even getting the new banjo sword that starts at 10 mana, getting to pull that off of the weapon and discount it by two that costs eight, and that still felt super clunky. Now, granted, you were only getting the one beast for that, right? Like the the banjo mm-hmm. sore itself, but it still kind of created this like, Ugh, okay, I still have to play this, and what is, what is it doing? Um, so yeah, I could I could see it being eight. I don't know if nine like nine just feels like the same as ten, honestly. Um, at least for something like hunter. Now, if you're looking at another class that maybe has a one mana hero power or something like that, like, you know, Demon Hunter, I would be fine with it at nine. But yeah, you're like, what else can you do, really, if you make that nine? So I would like to see it go to eight. Halderon, no. That might be one where they actually change the the wording of the minion. I don't know if if you think so too. This uh, for anybody that might not remember what this one is. This is the one that uh, you play it and it increases the spell damage of your your arcane spells. I was going to say this seems like a prime one to um, change that the spell damage goes to two. Although with that, that's a little bit. That's like a you know a hundred percent increase <laughs> on what happens yes. there, and so it's yeah. like it's a little bit terrifying. Do we need to like then? increase the cost or something um because it's it's a battle cry so it doesn't it's not an ongoing effect you don't need to keep it on board for it to keep going so it'll be interesting to see um but i do imagine that they probably will do increased spell damage there just personally based on yeah i think that would be really cool um especially because they did kind of print some stuff where it really seemed like they wanted to kind of push more of like a spell type hunter or, you know, like with this set. So increasing that Halderon, you know, could really help with some of the cards that just came out in this newest expansion. Um, the only other thing, I guess, besides that, because this is one that I don't think that they would just change the mana cost. Uh, the only other thing would be changing the stats of the minion. But, you know, as you said with That's another one, like, is that doing anything? <laughs> Not really. (laughs) All beans for this card. Yeah, because you're not playing the card for its stats. Like you'd be playing it for the effect, and the effect is just not good enough. Uh, Even if, I mean, honestly, this could be like a six-six, and I still don't think people would really be (laughs) playing it. (laughs) Maybe you would just because it's like a six-six for three mana that kind of has an upside, but like, I still don't really think people would be doing it. It would have to get astronomical stats in order to be included. Yeah. Just for its stats alone. Yeah. All right. Do you want to take our next category? Yeah. So we've got four cards changing for Shaman. Uh, We've got three expansion cards. This is kind of nutty to me here. Uh, Jazz Base, the weapon, uh, is going to get buffed. Altered Chord, which is that five mana uh, lifesteal deal damage to a minion uh it gets cheaper if you have overloaded crystals uh lightning storm which is a corset card and flow rider is going to be getting a buff um 
I'm thrilled with this because I like all four of these cards already. So I'm like, all four of these cards are going to get better? Okay, yes, please. <laughs> like, I love that. Um, I, I feel like the jazz base um, maybe just goes to three attack. I think that that could be pretty good. Um, there's another weapon too, and they're both, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, both could probably also go down a mana cost, but I think also just making them three attack could be pretty reasonable as well. Um, the altered cord, I don't really know how they changed this one other than the mana cost. They could say deal six damage to a minion, but eh, that that kind yeah. of doesn't feel as great. Um, the lightning storm, I think, could go one of two ways. They could decrease the mana. They could change the amount of damage it deals, but I don't think that that's what they would do. I think what they're going to do with that one is either change the mana cost or they're going to decrease the amount of overloaded crystals. I kind of lean towards they're going to change the amount of overloaded crystals. Like two yeah. overloaded crystals is a huge difference than one yes. overloaded crystal. And particularly like if you just reduce the mana, um, it goes from a, like if you play this on turn one, you're not being able to do a single thing on turn two. Um, you know, the likelihood that you're going to, be wanting to play this on turn one isn't very high, but there are those cases and you don't want to just a nothing of a turn. Um, it does, it is interesting that these are all overload related ones. It does seem like that didn't pan out like the exact way they were hoping it would. Um, Cause there are some strong, there is some strong stuff in Shaman. Like I'm still playing Totem Shaman and it is going well for me, but um, yeah, just uh, the overload thing is, it does seem to be like where they want to put their focus on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the last one, Flowrider, I think is is kind of an interesting choice because it does kind of fit that, uh, you know, that overload package that you were talking about. But how do they change that? Right? <laughs> because as we've yeah. talked about, like, does this, I mean, it's only two mana right now, right? So do they make it a one mana? I doubt it. I doubt it, right? I'm thinking they probably just make this instead of a 3-2, they probably make it a 3-3, three, three, like a two mana 3-3. Three, okay. three. Um, I don't really know how else they could change this. Yeah, it's maybe if it's like if you've played an overload card, but, you know, we talked about already like how they're so hesitant, hesitant to change the text. Um, from they could like make it a 4-2 or a 4-3. That would be crazy I just really like for two mana thing. Yes, I mean, would. I love it. Live your dreams. Um, like, it's going to get played in every deck then because of just it being strong enough. But uh, yeah. it would be interesting if it uh, changed it from like a um, not, you don't have to actively be overloaded. You just have to have played an overload card. But yeah. I, I think, uh, once again, this is something where they might... Um, change the stats on it uh and like i know i haven't been in this game that long but like to see the power creep on where like a two mana three two isn't getting played even though it also has an effect like i don't know yeah. having looked at like mm -hmm. some of the cards from back in the day it's kind of wild to me 
Yeah. All right. So our next grouping is our uh, Warlock cards. So with that, we have uh, Crescendo, Craze Conductor, and Siphon Soul. Um, you know, they're just choosing to do three cards here for Warlock. Um, I've had some, like, good Warlock uh, encounters, but nothing crazy strong is the other thing. So it'll be interesting to see how these all interact with each other. Um, it does seem like they they might be reducing the cost, at least on the last two, like the Craze Conductor. Um, I guess Crescendo, the cost is also the only thing that you can do. Yeah, um, I think so. Like, I really don't know how else they changed that one. Um, it, it's also very interesting. I do just want to point out that everyone was so excited for these cards and saying, oh, these cards are going to be so nutty. And I was like, mm, I don't really <laughs> think so. And like everybody talked them up so much. And then here they are like not being played and they have to get buffed. So, you know, I overhyped the riffs and they're also getting buffed. Okay. So like, <laughs> you know, there's a give and take, but you know, yeah, it, it's interesting to see. And, and again, kind of the same thing with the riffs though, right? This like fatigue um, and, and get a bonus for doing fatigue stuff for Warlock. They also had a kind of a three card package and two of the three cards are getting buffed just like they did for the rifts for warrior uh so yeah. very interesting that they also are doing this kind of same thinking of like not all three of them getting buffed um just to see kind of how it goes but yeah i i would imagine honestly for all three cards i kind of feel like they just decrease the mana cost like just make crescendo two make craze conductor what would it be three is it or is it five right now it's currently five. Yeah, so just make it four. To... And then it... Siphon Soul, make it a four. Yeah, it does seem like this is where cost would have a big impact because the effects are good. It's just, it's a little bit slow going to get, you know, these effects. Um, so if you just reduce the cost, then that does make kind of a way bigger impact um, for Warlock at least. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I did see someone trying this stuff, and I will say that the Crazed Conductor putting out some 3-3s felt solid. It just did feel a little slow from from their side. So I do think that, like, the 3-3s are probably fine. I don't think they need to, like, make it summon 4-3 imps or anything like that. Um, I mean, that could be a change that they would make, but I suspect that they'll probably just want people to, like, try to actually be able to play these a little bit faster um you know plus if you're kind of putting these at a similar uh i would say a, maybe a similar pace to the uh, curse cards mm -hmm. then you might have a little bit more of a of an effect as well all right so do you want to go for the next category all right yeah we have rogue rogue two rogue cards getting uh getting a buff and I am very, very intrigued by this because honestly, the fact that, and there's, there's no uh, rogue specific card getting a nerf. I will say this. So there's mm -hmm. only a few cards getting nerfed. None of them are rogue cards. Two cards here for rogue getting buffed. Rogue is being talked about, especially at the like top, top levels as one of the strongest right now. And 
it's very, very interesting, especially like Miracle Rogue, to see that nothing is getting changed with that. But maybe with all of these other buffs, if these other things do get a bit better, if there's more removal with like Lightning Storm or more minions that are getting played that Rogue really can't answer, you know, like with a like crazed conductor, you know, putting out multiple minions or something to that effect. Maybe the power level of rogue goes down a bit. Um, but here we have record scratcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to say, here's my alternative opinion on all of that. I feel okay. like rogue, unless it's garbage, is going to be talked about in those high level things because it does require a lot of like thoughtful play. And so, like, unless you just have, like, a garbage package, Rogue, like, typically can kind of bring something out, um, particularly, like, at those high levels. However, like, I hope that they're not just, like, nerfing and buffing for high levels. There is a huge amount of people who aren't at the high levels. Um, And so, you know, maybe maybe they are a bit worried about what it's going to do at those super high levels, but not worried enough to, like want to um not have it be fun for the average player oh you're you're absolutely correct i mean a perfect example of that was uh pirate rogue right the the quest line rogue or warrior excuse me um pirate warrior the quest line warrior deck uh which got nerfed multiple times and you know some people at like the high levels and they're like this deck's bad why are they you know why are they nerfing it? Um, yeah. Because essentially at like top 2000 or or whatever, top 1000, like legend, that deck just completely fell off because the decks that people were playing in top like 1000 legend just beat it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But at like other levels, diamond ranks, right? It was just everywhere, you know, silver, gold ranks. Like that, w- it was just massively Dominating. being used. Yeah. And so, yeah, sometimes they do, I mean, they kind of take all of that into effect. And, and a lot of these changes, they do kind of take from those high ranks, um, because it kind of has like a trickle effect, right? Like, you see mm-hmm. a lot of the, the tournaments, you see these high level players, these high level streamers, all playing Rogue, Death Knight, uh, Demon Hunter. And so those might be the classes that are kind of being looked at. Um, but then you kind of have to look at the the other levels of play as well, because maybe there is something that's kind of keeping a lot of players at those ranks kind of stuck, where it's like, yeah, this is not creating a fun play pattern. And they mm-hmm. they can't just look at like one rank or one type of player. Right? They have to look at the whole thing. Um, and on that, I will say, I think these two cards, Record Scratcher and MC Blinktron are very, very interesting. I think Record Scratcher is pretty cool. Uh, and this is the other weapon that I mentioned earlier that I was alluding to. I think this could go to three attack and be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe it goes down in mana, but I think, I think a, like a weapon rogue uh, type of deck or strategy could become a thing. I think we're mm-hmm. honestly right now very, very close to actually having a kind of powerful uh, weapon rogue style deck um, that would be quite different, I think, than the like miracle um, rogue that just pl- wants to play a bunch of cards and, you know, use the location to make uh, a 10-10 <laughs> or whatever. Uh, so I 
I am pretty intrigued by the record scratcher. Uh, MC Blinktron is another one where a lot of people were really hyped on this and, oh, this is going to be so powerful. You give your opponent that weapon that they're going to take extra damage. And then it's been like non-existent. Um, and maybe that also speaks to the power of some of the other rogue cards. Um, but with this one, do they just decrease the mana cost? Uh, it's weird. Yeah, I think decreasing the mana cost is like the best bet because, I mean, you could increase your opponent taking damage by like two, but like that's kind of a lot. Um, it does seem like having this effect to go earlier might be like what they're aiming for because it is a five mana cost and that does kind of feel expensive for like the rest of the card. So I imagine that that is probably what we'll get. I mean, when like all the other stuff in Rogue cost zero, one, and two. Yeah, five seems really yeah. expensive, right? Uh, so yeah, because I mean, sure, you have things in Rogue that might cost three or four, but you never pay three or four for those. Like <laughs> concoctions, you never pay three mana for a concoction. No. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's just um kind of interesting, but... I do think with things like the mic drop and some other cards like record scratcher having a little bit more attack um, could be really cool to to just kind of, kind of create a, a another weapon style rogue. I do think that that would be fun and particularly like because the death rattle is something that you want to have happen on that one. Like I don't necessarily think you want to give it more, um, you know, more attacks so it does seem like yeah reducing the cost makes sense for both of these yeah like right. re reducing the cost or increasing the attack value but not yeah yeah not increasing the durability to give you more times to attack yeah like yeah, yeah durability I, I is the word i yeah. was looking for <laughs> you're fine yeah it's like <sighs> hmm i don't know it'll be interesting to see what they do here but you're right yeah. like more attack would make sense too. All right, so our next up is we've got um, only one priest card getting changed, and that's Holy Nova. Um, that's just a four mana spell. Deal two damage to all enemies. Restore two health to all friendly characters. I always, it always felt bad to me getting hit by this, so I'm kind of surprised that this is getting a buff. But maybe I'm in the wrong here. Ah, uh, yeah, you are. No, okay. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, so he, here's the thing is that I think this this card in Hearthstone's history and at certain points at certain levels, it has been good. Um, but you mentioned that power creep earlier and you got to mm -hmm. look at what are the other things that are kind of similar to this. And I feel like the other things that we have right now is uh, the, the first couple of things that come to mind is the uh, clean the scene at five mana mm -hmm. that uh, destroys all minions that have three or less attack. Or if it's infused, yeah. it destroys everything that has six. Then we have the new um, harmonic pop and dissonant pop spell that just came out that either deals three to everything and summons a six, six, or deals six to everything and summons a three, three. So my thinking is, you already have stuff that's dealing three damage. I don't think that they would want to then also make Holy Nova deal three. 
because having deal three at the four mana with this, Mm -hmm. then destroy things that are three attack, like maybe they do that. But I think they honestly probably lower the cost of this one. And I think that actually makes a lot of sense when you kind of compare it to the other cards that do something similar. Uh, where, you know, if you're only doing two mana, why are you paying that much? <laughs> right? Like, that's that's a lot to be paying for not very much uh, damage to the board. So I, I could see this as just going down to three mana. Maybe even two, but um, I, I think like a three. Yeah. But, you know, jump. that's this kind of priest kind of does that but yeah you know i mean just putting that at three having that like smaller uh board wipe you kind of have stuff similar in other classes i think to me that makes a lot of sense uh whereas increasing it to like dealing three mm, i don't know not for four they would have to like put it down to three mana and have a deal three i i think um yeah, you know, uh, we just talked about lightning storm, right? Like lightning storm <laughs> is dealing three to everything, but it's overloading for two. But like that's not really <laughs> yeah. being played. Uh, although I think in a meta like what we have, it might be okay. Like it kills a lot of uh, frost death knight minions, you know, shadow priest minions. Uh, answers a lot of stuff like that. But at, where is that now? No, it feels pretty bad. I agree. All right. So do you want to take our last group? Yes. We have two druid cards. Uh, Kiri, Chosen of Elune. And that is that battle cry. You get a solar and a lunar eclipse into your hand. And then the Death Blossom Womper. I love that one. It's uh, the six mana, right? Six mana, seven, six. With the, uh, you draw a, is it draw? Uh, yes, draw okay. a death rattle yeah. minion and gain its death rattle. Okay, I was like, I'm pretty sure you draw it. Yeah, and you get the death rattle effect. Um, recently, I have seen a deck going around. Um, now, now, recently, even another one, people are trying death rattle druid stuff. Um, but this card still feels slow. <laughs> Uh, to me, this this feels very much like some of the stuff that we've seen for like Death Rattle Warlock. Uh, they did nerf or uh, buff, excuse me. They did buff some of that stuff, right? We saw like Slime right now is at five. Uh, they had the um, the one that summons an undead that died during the game and gives it reborn. They decrease that from six to five. I would imagine that they do something similar here. Uh, they might put the stats down if they, they probably don't keep it at a seven, six stat line if they bump it to like five mana. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I definitely think that this one uh, is going to feel much more in line, um, especially because it doesn't have taunt either, which is kind of weird. So like you're drawing a I thing. that and, big. Yeah. 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 And you're just like, Oh, okay, I just literally did like nothing for my turn. Like there's this effect and there you go. Uh, now you just kill me with your big board. Um, so, you know, it, it did feel a little slow. So I'd imagine that they probably put this down to five mana. Maybe they go to like six, five stat line with it. If they kind of want to keep that similar, you know, slightly higher attack kind of thing, 
maybe they just make it a six six, a six mana six six with the you know draw and get the death rattle. Um, but that's kind of the the thinking there. Yeah, I do kind of hope that they decrease it. Like, I would honestly be down for them, like, decreasing it more. Because if you have something that, like, is gaining a death rattle that you clearly want and you're not giving it taunt, then I kind of feel like it needs to be cheap enough to where you can kill it, like, your next turn, running it against somebody's minion. You know, it just doesn't feel quite right with it being that, that big. Um and getting a death rattle. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, do you want to talk about the few nerfs that we have? I absolutely want to talk about the nerfs. Um, okay. So we've got Rowdy Fan um, is a uh, three ma- I feel terrible. I cannot remember me remember for the life of me what class rowdy fan is but rowdy fan is a well that's why i can't remember a class where i'm like i've played against it but i can't remember like where Um, everywhere (laughs) it's a three mana one five where you uh you get to choose a minion and it has uh plus four attack while rowdy fans alive so like getting to play that on a taunt minion like just a lot of different options for um that one five stat line is strong um, and particularly like for the effect. So I, I'm kind of glad that this is getting nerfed. I've, I know I've had some frustrating times against it, um, but yeah, you remember when we did our set review and I said that I think this is one of the best cards in the set. <laughs> card is so good i i said this and i and i said it for right i I mean i said it mostly for aggressive decks but there's even more possibilities people have been putting rowdy fan in like demon hunter and then you give plus four attack to your lady seno that just attacks every time you play a spell and all of a sudden you're two four with immune that attacks every time you play a spell nope it's a six four uh six four that's attacking that's immune very powerful um yeah, it, it's been like everywhere. Uh, people are using mm-hmm. it in all sorts of ways. And, you know, with divine shields and paladin, that's been a thing. Like, um, at least in, in some decks that aren't running, running countess, you know, that just want paladin cards because this is neutral, but it has been very, very powerful. Um, so there's the two most likely nerfs that I think will hit for this. Um, and the one that I think I would like to see would just be make it a 1-4 instead of 1-5. Um, yeah. But I think it's also equally as likely that maybe they just say plus 3 attack instead of plus 4. Because that's, that's a lot of attack. You're right. I feel like both of those are pretty good options and would make this go from like an impossible card to a strong card, but something that you can deal with. So our next... Uh, nerf is going to um it's going to go to frost death knight and it's overseer uh frigidaria and she's a six mana battle cry draw two spells if they're both frost spells deal two damage to all enemies oh i don't know why i said enemies like that i was assuming it was going to go enemy minions and it didn't um and i think the thing with this is like whenever i played against it it's you're getting both draw because again a deck with two frost runes 
you're not going to have a different kind of spell in there. You're just not. Um, so you're both getting draw and widespread damage. So it kind of makes sense to me that they're going to nerf this a bit. Yeah, this one I think is honestly probably one of the most interesting to me for all of these changes um, because I feel like this is the one that's like, well, they could change the mana. They could change the stats. They could change the amount of damage done. They could change the cards drawn, I guess, to just one. And then like if it's a frost spell, you get the effect. Okay. But, like you're only getting one draw. They do they change the stats? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like every single aspect of this card they could change. Do they put it to a three? Because it's only two frost rune requirement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they could make it a full three frost runes if they wanted. I don't think that they'll do that, but like maybe they could. Yeah, but it like- is interesting to see. I I do think you're right. This is one of the only ones where it's like really not obvious at all what they're going to end up changing. Yeah, I I feel like for me it's probably going to be. Uh, changing the amount of damage okay. just like deal one damage um but i don't know i mean I-, I could also just see them change the the mana cost since you're getting a body and card draw and you know damage so maybe i was maybe gonna that's... say for me since it seems like such a delicate balance because like Doing one damage versus two damage. Two damage is going to get through some of those like little PC taunt guys that are impossible to deal with when you have like a billion of them. Whereas like one is just going to, you still have a lot of those bodies to deal with. To me, it makes sense to increase the mana cost on this one, but that is just because there's so many things to balance in this one card. Yeah, it's just so interesting uh, on that one. But... I want to mention that this ties into the last thing. I guess we should just quickly mention. Oh, they're also nerfing Twig of the World Tree for Wild, but I, I don't know. You don't play yeah. Wild. Like I don't play Wild. I, <laughs> I hope this makes the people who play Wild happy. Bye. Yes, exactly. Um, but we are also a standard focused podcast, so uh, we will leave that to like. Uh, born to be wild podcast and that crew like have at it please you know maybe somebody from that community like reach out let us know um but otherwise uh we won't talk about that so um the connection with the overseer frigidera then ties into the last thing which i said at the top when we were kind of just talking before getting into what is actually changing is i said something that i did not expect is coming and that is they are nerfing quote unquote, Death Knight. What? Yes. Uh, Okay, so uh, there was, let me pull it up here, uh, unless you have the tweet um, by Deck Tech. Uh, Here. Um, Okay, so Deck Tech, or uh, Nicholas Weiss, uh, who is an associate writer for Hearthstone, um, like puts out uh, like the patch notes and that kind of stuff. Uh, He did... Um, kind of tweet after the patch earlier, the, the little like infographic, um, mentioning that for this, it's a change to Death Knights, like essentially as a whole. 
Um, and what it is what it is is it's really just specifically I just lost the thing. Here we go. Um, it is specific to Death Knights because it's quote unquote. I'm, I'm reading the the tweet itself here. He said there's a general rules slash system change coming for Death Knights that will generally make it weaker and curb some negative play experiences. Details on Thursday. Okay, so that that's the tweet. Um, this is so interesting because I think there's a lot of different aspects to this. First of all, this is an entire change to a class. Wow. Huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming in a patch, not like, you know, at the same time as like rotation. Uh, and this class literally just got added five months ago. Well, so like, and you whoa. <laughs> considered how it, much it was underperforming initially and now it's gone to be such the dominant thing that, like, it's so dominating that, like, they are changing it as a class, which is, like, they're not changing locations. This has got to, like, I imagine a hero power change, or what are you thinking? Yeah, so, okay, let, let's kind of talk about this for anybody who, if maybe you're a little bit newer to Hearthstone, or maybe you don't follow as much. So, yeah, so December, early December, when the uh, March of the Lich King expansion launched, that is when Death Knight got introduced. And it really did not perform very well. Like you said, it was very, like, underperforming. It was kind of weak. Um, some people were like, man, that's a huge bummer, right? Because this is a new class, and it's kind of bad uh so then what they did is they ner or um they buffed a bunch of stuff to bring the power level up okay and then it got decent it got pretty good they may have had to adjust a couple of little things here or there but overall it was it was at a pretty good level but then we had just two weeks ago we had an entire rotation mm-hmm and what happened with that is three expansions from the past left standard. We had changes to the core set. And because Death Knight is so new, no cards left for Death Knight like they did for other classes. Plus, this is following, they bop, like bumped up the power level of some of those Death Knight cards to bring it up in line with how strong some of the other classes were when you had all six sets and all six like mini sets and stuff. Now you have half that or, you know, two thirds of that. And it's not the same because now those cards are really strong compared to where everything else is at. Uh, so. But also like in a systematic way where they don't think that this is going to like because if they thought this was going to go back after you added a bunch of other cards, then I imagine that they'd just be nerfing a ton of Death Knight cards. Right. So it's really interesting because you had all like, I mean, again, this five months ago, right? So like, that's a lot of up and down changes for this class in kind of a short time. Uh, so if it's a fundamental change to the class, that means it. this has to be more of like a permanent kind of change where they're not just going to run into this problem every year, right? They don't want to just, 
okay, let's lower the power level now. And then at the end of the year, go, let's raise the power level. And then at the start of the year, let's lower the power level. They don't want to do that every year. So they have to change something here. Um, or they're going to be doing that repeatedly, right? And, and they don't want to do that. Um, so I, I've been hearing a lot of chatter. Some people are saying maybe it's the hero power. Some people are saying maybe it's the way that corpses work. Uh, which I, I could see something with corpses. I'm just not sure exactly like what that would be. Um, and the other thing that I've seen a lot of people talking about, I know for me, I've talked about this too, is the idea of how discover works for death Knight. Um, because right now you have that deck building restriction, right? Like you build your deck and let's say you have all three frost rooms. Well, you can't play anything that has unholy rune. You can't play anything that has blood rune. Or if you play two frost, one blood, you can only play cards that have one blood rune. You still can't play unholy. But once you start putting in a bunch of discover effects into your deck, you just discover whatever the crap you want <laughs> for death knight. Yep. Which so you're seeing frost death knight, for example, playing a bunch of frost and then they play some discover stuff and then they heal for 10 because they discovered a blood spell. They get yep. to spend some corpses and heal. And then it's like, wait, what? Or you see blood death knight all of a sudden that plays the scourge mm -hmm. and fills their board with a bunch of undead, which is an unholy's thing. And you're like, well, okay. Uh, so there's, I, I feel like there's been a lot of chatter already today between members of the community of talking about, would that be the good change? Some people argue that changing to where you could only discover for whatever you have in your deck. So if you're playing a full frost deck, you could only discover frost cards. Some people are saying, well, that would make it so powerful because you're, then you're getting to discover what you're already doing. Well, yes, but that's what every other right. class does. Yeah. Right? That's what all the other classes <laughs> are doing. That's how it works. But Death Knight is different because of that deck building restriction. Um, so I, I really hope that that is the change. Uh, they could even kind of tweak it to like, you know, if you're running a two frost and one blood, maybe they, if they can do the programming, maybe you can discover things that are one frost rune or two frost rune or one blood, you know, requirement. Uh, I've also heard some people suggest just don't allow three rune cards to be discovered. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I, if I personally like that quite as much. I think just like otherwise to me, it just, what's the point of having the, the deck restriction, right? Because that was the whole point mm -hmm. of doing the deck restriction is that then they could create powerful triple fra you know, triple rune cards or even pretty powerful double rune cards because then you can't play two types. Like you can't play double frost rune and double unholy runes. You had to mm -hmm. pick and choose. But with Discover, you get to just play like whatever and it doesn't matter yeah. how you built the deck. Uh, so I don't know. It's, it's kind of an interesting thing because how much do they want it to try to fit in line with the other classes versus how much do they still want it to be different because this whole rune system is different than other classes? I do think you bring up like a lot of great ideas just to throw another 
idea of possible change in here. Like, I do think you're right. Like, it would seem to hamstring it if they couldn't discover three rune things, if they are the same three runes. Like, that seems like a little bit unfair and no other discover is hampered in that way. But like, what if they were to have a limiter on the number of corpses you could get at any one time? So like, say you had up to like 15 corpses and then anything after that, you had to like deplete corpses in order to use them later. Just some thoughts about like what could happen, but it is interesting. And I, I kind of think we haven't ever had a case like this before. So, yeah. you know, a first time and it'll be interesting to see what pans out. Yeah, well, and, and that's why this is so interesting, too, is because it's not just like they added a new class. They added, in, a, in essence, multiple classes in one, mm-hmm. right? Because they have that deck restriction. But like you said, they, they have that corpse mechanic, too. So now you have like three or four different like moving parts to this that they have to figure out like how are they doing all of these different parts to make it feel good but if one or two parts are too strong it makes the whole class feel super strong but if they're not strong then the whole class feels super weak (laughs) like we had before so how do they balance all these kind of moving parts of death knights to make it so that you can build interesting variety of decks without it making like the whole class super powerful. Yeah. I'm kind of honestly so excited to see what happens. Um, You know, there's, it's almost so broad that it's kind of, it's everybody's speculations have been all over the place because it's such a, broad thing that they've never done. I know we were talking about like way earlier about how like you lost your hope that they would change the the wording on cards and but like this is something that they've never done and so it's just the speculating about it is so many different options but I don't know. I'm yeah. excited to see what they do. Yeah. Um hopefully it uh if it doesn't balance things, hopefully it'll at least make things interesting, which is all I can ever hope for, but um yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh I I I apologize. I do feel like I rambled a bit there. You know, we kind of went like a little bit long, but that that for me was like it's like you said, it's just it's all new. It's something so different. Um and I did not expect them to say, "Hey, in this coming patch, we're making like fundamental changes to the class that just came out." <laughs> So I was like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. This is interesting. Um, so yeah, th- thanks for chatting with me about it. Um, all right. Do you want to wrap up with our poll question? Absolutely. Yes. So this week's poll question, we have, uh, which class are you most looking forward to playing after the patch? Uh, we wanted to put kind of some of the, you know, lesser played classes here. Um, warrior is definitely an option. Mage, with all of the kind of changes happening there, that's an option. And third is Warlock. Or is it something else? Maybe there, maybe there's one of the other ones. Uh, we would love if you could comment when, you know, if you select other, you know, let us know in the comments of the poll question, which other class that you are most excited to try out. Um, but definitely please let us know in that poll what you're looking forward to playing and we will talk about the results on next week's show. All right. So uh, you can find Dr. Three on Twitter at Dr. Three 
3HS. You can email us at dr3hs at gmail.com. And you can also join our Discord, uh, which has been popping off with discussion about what's going to happen to Death Knight. Um, so uh, you can find our Discord on our top pinned tweet. You can find Kat at alkaline underscore cat on Twitter and uh, alkaline cat on Twitch. And then Dragon Rider. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Donnie DK, D A W N I E D K, and Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider TCCG. And then every week uh, on my Twitch and YouTube, uh, talking uh, with Ron Mexico for our TCCG roundtable and talking all things card games. And then you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms, and I'm also on Blizzlet. You've got to do the boom, Dragon Rider. <laughs> I I yeah, have no right. idea what yeah. comes before the boom. Uh, as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three. Death Knight's about to go from undead to dead dead. Boom.